dangerously close. My guest today is Pap Johnson. After escaping deep East Oakland many years ago, legendary comedian Pap Johnson built his name in the Los Angeles comedy scene one joke at a time. Known for being highly controversial, but wildly entertaining, Pap is a future must-see. What's up, Pap? What's going on? What's going on? Man, I'm a, I'm a big fan, so I'm just glad to have you here, dude. I was actually watching some of your stand-up yesterday, just like getting warmed up to to have you in person man <laughs> that's beautiful man because i'm i'm a fan as well and i'm glad that you know uh what i'm doing is getting out there so this is beautiful yeah honestly man like not to be like someone who like listens to your material and takes it seriously but i was gonna ask like do you <laughs> do you really not like new york or is that just a joke uh like- i love new york it's just I, when I was out there, you know how New Yorkers are. It's just like, man, yeah. it's the best place. And it'd be like, man, you're you're dying inside. Like, I can see it. <laughs> I, I do have to be careful because this is like, like 25% of the listeners are like of this podcast are in New York, I think. Like, it's like all LA and New York is like everyone. So I try to like just say only nice things about those cities. <laughs> you, that's that's also something that's kind of interesting to me because like New Yorkers come with this like I'm tough, I don't care about nothing. But then you speak about New York bad, and they just be like about to yeah. cry. Like, you be like, "Yo, what's... <laughs> it's weird that I it's weird that I like the city because I I don't like crowds. Uh, I don't like shopping. There's like all kinds of shit. But I guess like that's more like if you're a visitor. Maybe it's like it's a nice place. To, it's like the opposite. Like it's a nice place to live, but he wouldn't want to visit. <laughs> yeah, you know, New York got a lot of. It's got something for everybody. Yeah, I think that's the biggest appeal. Like, like you said, you could shop if you want to. You could do all this stuff, but you could also just like really just go to a park and sit down and read a book. Yeah, you know, you could travel and go see sights. There's so much, so many things to do. You know, you can go like to a cockfight if you want to, if you, <laughs> you really know could, the yeah. right people. So yeah, it's no, got that, it's got its you know its perks. You just hit the nail on the head, man. Is the fact that like it's got everything, and like yeah, New York's not the only place in the world you could go. Like you could find a cockfight. Obviously, it's <laughs> but you could do that, or you could go to like the nicest restaurant, like you know, in, in the world, or <laughs> in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you die in that sex fifth in a way. It's like, hey, man, there's a hot yeah. fight happening downstairs if you want to attend. You're like, okay. <laughs> Would the gentleman like a eight ball to go to the cock fight? <laughs> yes, actually, that's that's what we were just talking about. So, yeah, man, you know, I would say it would take a brave man to just pop into a random cock fight in uh, New York, man. But I think. I get the feeling like you might be that kind of dude because uh, I got to say you're a pretty brave dude uh, to stand up in front of a crowd of people and say that Stranger Things sucks. And do, do you ever worry that someone's going to have a mental breakdown when you do that joke? <laughs> I'm hoping they have a mental breakdown. If they have a mental breakdown, that means that they understand the joke. Like, yeah. The joke is- <laughs> <laughs> like Stranger Things is a... It, it is a bad show. I don't just be like that. Like, yeah. Like, anytime little kids are just running around unattended and doing wild shit, it's like, yeah, this is this is maybe not the best. The best. It's like teenage rugrats, basically. 
heads are exploding. People that listen to this podcast right now, just left and right, pop, pop, pop. Stranger Things is the best. It single-handedly saved Netflix. <laughs> he gave Winona Ryder her career. Like, I don't care. I don't oh, care. It, you know what? It did save Winona Ryder's career. She wasn't. She hadn't done anything since like Beetlejuice. Yeah, and I mean, and until she's, Stranger she's Things, huge. Yeah, yeah. Winona Ryder might have just been known as a shoplifter. So you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really like wiped that off the record. Like, whoever says that anymore. Be <laughs> this guy, this guy. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I guess like it really kind of showed because you know there for a long time like the Johnny Depp versus Winona Ryder thing. It kind of seemed like he was definitely gonna like right away into the sunset, being the winner of that one. So man, I I actually I, and I, obviously I didn't ask you to come on the podcast just so I can like ask you super like non ironic questions about your material. <laughs> but what it is, man, is I was like, I was saying, let's get into some current events because obviously I'm a big fan of your comedy for, you know, for sure. But also you seem like a down to earth, like level-headed dude that can help me make sense of the world. And so that's okay. why I came, I came up with a whole segment uh, just for you for coming on the podcast. And it's called, I'm calling this segment, uh, making sense of the world with Pap Johnson. Oh, <laughs> I like this. So if you don't mind, man, I'm just going to get some of these stories out here that, that I, you know, that are just coming through the Associated Press right now, and just like, man, maybe you can explain to me like just your takes, dude. And okay, and okay, we'll make, and to, together we'll make sense of the world. <laughs> all right, I all got right. the world. Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna hit these. I, I, I like hyperlinked all these. <laughs> I'll watch my like internet crash. Right, I was like, I knew that I was like, maybe if I just copy and paste. All right, we're gonna start right here. This came through the AP Wire. I just found this. I knew I had to ask you about it. We're going, we're going international first. Ooh, okay. The uh, headline is German ballet director suspended over feces attack on critic. <laughs> 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 as soon as I read the headline, I knew. Like, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna get. Let's let's get a little more information because that could mean. Yeah. I mean, what's a what is a feces attack? Because that could be an accident. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Because I need to know what type of feces is it? You know, is it human feces? Is it yeah. dog feces? Is it, you know, <laughs> bird feces? Wait, hold on. I want to read the. Okay. So it's not a dancer. German ballet director suspended. Or, so this is like the top dude at the German ballet attacked someone with feces. From Berlin, a German newspaper critic had animal feces smeared on her face in the city of Hanover by a ballet director who apparently took offense at a review she wrote. I don't know, man. Uh, so far, are you on his side? <laughs> um, I, I like his. I like the way he's moving. The yeah. fact he smeared it on her face because that was going to be a question. Like, where did did she get hit with it? But in the face, okay. So this is this is an assault. God, dude. Speaking of like what you said like, about people maybe being like thin skinned. Also, you know they, have, they haven't even answered. It doesn't. It still didn't say what kind of animal because that matters too. <clears throat> yeah. Let's get deeper into this story. Maybe they'll get to it. All right. The Hanover State Opera House apologized for the incident and said Monday that it was suspending ballet director Marco Geck with immediate effect. I don't know, man. Do you think the do you think the opera house is a little out of line? Because I mean, he did get criticized. Uh, oh, what was the what was the criticism? I need to know what what did the critics say. <laughs> You're, I'm did just like I'm like barely reading like just any of this article. I'm like, tell me what the fucking answer is. All yeah, right, let's, is let's let's get deep into this and we'll we'll really figure it out. The Daily Frankfurter Aljamine <laughs> Zeitung. All right, 
so I guess that's like their New York Times, the Daily Frankfurter. <laughs> they sound more like the, the onion of, of Germany. <laughs> uh, the, the Frankfurter reported that a furious Geck approached its dance critic, Weibke Hooster, during the interval of a premiere at Hanover's Opera House on Saturday and asked what she was doing there. It said that the two didn't know each other personally. The newspaper said that Geck, who apparently felt provoked by a recent review she wrote of a production he staged in the Dutch seat of government, The Hague, threatened to ban her from the ballet and accused her of being responsible for people canceling season tickets in Hanover. So he's pissed because he was losing money. Uh, mm. He then pulled out a paper bag with animal feces and smeared her face with the contents before making off through a packed theater foyer. The newspaper said, Hooster identified the substance as dog feces. We figured it out. And said she had filed a criminal complaint. <laughs> German news agency DPA reported. All right, man. I feel like we have all the information we need. What's going on with the world, <laughs> Pat? Uh, uh, well, the dog feces. That's you know that's been done. But I it's mean, not, yeah. It, to be honest with you, it makes a lot of sense. What I know about Germans is they do take things <laughs> to the extreme. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, God, dude. I'm just thinking like I've I've known a lot of like uh, ballet dancers in my life. This doesn't really seem like out of, like it's not just Germans. This doesn't seem like out of like character for people that are like in the ballet either to like you criticized me. Like, let's take this to shit level, like actual face shit smearing level. Yeah. And it's <laughs> definitely premeditated because he just had he had yeah. the dog shit already <laughs> ready. Like. It's not like they were like somewhere and he just like picked up dog shit. It was like, I had a yeah. bag of dog shit. Yeah, he had, then... he had dog shit in an opera. Like he was at the opera with a bag of dog shit. Who didn't like notice that? How do you like, also, how do you bring that? You know how hard it is? Like, see, I guess that's another thing. Like in these, like some of these European countries here in America, like if I came in to see one of your shows, the chances of someone like not letting me br bring a bag of dog shit into your show is high. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, 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 I have a plan. I have It's part of the play. <laughs> but like, I mean, this, in a way, this is great marketing because I would definitely go see the ballet with the dog, with the dog shit. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, this, this dude's got like a dark side, man. Like this is, might be like, have you ever seen a uh, Black Swan? You know what? I haven't seen Black Swan because I'm like, I don't want to see these crazy people do this wild <laughs> shit like. <laughs> it's basically it's just the story of like this ballerina like slowly going fucking insane and mm -hmm. but i don't know i kind of enjoyed it the worst thing i did is so my mom used to be uh in the ballet actually and i went to go see that movie with her that was one of the <laughs> that's the worst decision it's the second worst decision i've ever made in my life one was yeah. uh i went and saw black swan with her and if you know about the scene between like uh Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis in that movie. Super. So don't they make out? Oh, way more than make. Dude, they like totally have sex for like 10 minutes. And it's like, it's a really great scene. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So did we learn anything from this news article? Yes, we learned that that play is a must-see. Uh, <laughs> Y'all go see dog shit, the, the ballet. <laughs> All right, guys. You, you heard, Pap. If you're in... Uh, I guess Hanover, go check it out. Uh, dog, dog shit guy was right to do what he did. <laughs> I, I didn't say he was right. I just, I was like, I like the touch. Yeah. I like the touch of premeditated.
attack. I agree with you. You know what I feel like we don't have anymore is like we don't have as many like crazy artists that like do crazy shit that's not staged. Like like what that guy did, just did, that's like a mentally ill person did that. Not like you know, I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear a kooky hat. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure he's like 60 years old. It's like, bro, you're taking the ballet a little bit too serious, but you know, I yeah. feel it. Money's at stake. <laughs> so uh man. I follow you on social media, like, you know, I'm not stalking you, but I do watch your stories. So I know that you're uh, an NBA fan. So oh, yeah. I had to bring up this story. I don't know if you've heard about this, dude, but this is really the one. Like, the, I brought, I did the shit story first, so that we could just kind of like have a a lighthearted <laughs> story before this, because I don't, I re- really, I have to know your opinions on this. Did you know that Ben Affleck is making a Michael Jordan movie? Uh, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, mm-hmm. and there's and Michael Jordan's not in it, and nobody that plays Michael Jordan is like there's not even. Are you heard about this? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, you did hear about it. <laughs> All right, let's get into this story. I do you have a do you have opinions? Do you have any opinions? <laughs> I have a yeah. I got a lot of opinions. Uh, some would say I'm a, a LeBron uh, apologist. They call me bronze sexual. Uh, so I just, I like to stick to the truth. I love Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is great, but I just don't like when people like take it too far. So this movie is once again, he passed the all time, uh, scoring record. And now Michael Jordan's got this propaganda movie out about (laughs) (laughs) how much he means to to, to sneakers. I don't, what, what do you have to apologize for LeBron for, man? What is, what does he ever do? I'm sorry, go ahead. They take it's, yeah. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Like he gets criticized for anything and everything. Like he, what he he didn't play like three games after he broke the record, and people were like, "Man, what is he doing?" I was like, "The man's been playing for twenty years straight. He's a human." He's, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, I wouldn't play basketball today. My whole body is on fire right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, I I know that like the biggest thing where people really came at him was because is when he first moved to Miami. But it's like, if you take into consideration like what that did for people, like that wasn't just like good for him. That was good for like players. And like, cause he created like autonomy for like all NBA players by like being one of the first dudes to like take that level of control. Is, yeah. You know, Michael Jordan didn't do that. Nobody did that before him. Like that's like, yeah. he's like the first guy to like have to be a player and have like power, like a manager. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, not to mention that announcement raised forty million dollars for the boys <laughs> and girls club. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not to mention that he's like constantly like, yeah, like money is just like falling off him onto like worthy causes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, he 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 didn't pick your team, but he also took care of some a bunch of kids. But we only be like, man, that was terrible. It's like whatever, whatever. <laughs> Damn, I should have picked a LeBron story. I just thought this was funny because Ben Affleck is like, he's like, I'm going to make a movie about Michael Jordan, except for it stars me and he's not in it. <laughs> yeah, and they got Viola Davis as Michael Jordan's mom. Oh, is that who like, she, okay. I knew she was in yeah. the movie, but I didn't know what she was doing in it. Okay. Yeah, Let's, and they like kind of, they have somebody playing his dad, but it doesn't seem like he talks too much and it's like, all we hear about is how close Michael Jordan was with his dad. Yeah. So this is 
And also, I'm like, Phil Knight has never in his life looked like Ben Affleck. Like, this is almost <laughs> like when uh, Billy Bean picked Brad Pitt to play play him in Moneyball. It's like, hey, man, just, yes. hey, just make me sexy. <laughs> I feel like, dude, that was one of the first things when I opened up the, this article on the Associated Press. They picked one of the worst photos of Ben Affleck they could possibly find. And I got mad because I was like, this dude is like, I can't imagine like being like so handsome that someone finds the shittiest photo of me and I would still look all right in it. Like, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, we really tangented it off on LeBron, man, but we're here to talk about this fucking super cool movie. Here's the, here's the, uh, uh, headline with air. That's the name of the movie. All right. With air Affleck tells lesser known Michael Jordan story. This is written by Tom, Tim Reynolds. Um, Ben Affleck was 12 years old and 19, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so Ben Affleck liked Michael Jordan when he was a kid. We're going to skip that part. (laughs) Part of the tale that will be told in the upcoming film Air, which Affleck directed and stars in alongside Matt Damon, Viola Davis, Jason Bateman, and more. Affleck plays Nike co-founder Phil Knight, and Damon plays then-Nike executive Sonny Vaccaro, who was tasked with finding a way of saving what was then the company's fledgling, fledgling basketball division. Affleck did it with one key Eric character absent. Jordan is not shown in the movie. I don't know, man. Do you have any opinion whatsoever on the fact that they're doing a Jordan movie without Jordan? Uh, Okay, so this is how how I truly feel about it. Every (laughs) few years, white people make a movie about about white people doing a (laughs) outrageous scam or, you know, some type of money-making scheme uh, what was it? The the Leonardo, the Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, the uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Before yeah. that, it was like American Hustle or whatever. So they all there's always going to be a movie about white people having some great sc- scam or scheme or plan and yeah. getting rich. Um, <clears throat> this is this year's movie where Nike is going to be like, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> this guy. Oh yeah. This, you don't need to see him. Just know we about to get so much money. <laughs> I, yeah, I get it because you're right, dude. It's like uh, when they made Social Network, and it was like the uh, the Mark Zuckerberg story. Yeah, and you're right. And the thing too is like that guy and the uh, and the Wolf of Wall Street thing. They actually take these like really shitty people and like try to make you like them. And they yeah. put like oh. they put Justin Timberlake in it, and they're like, "Come on, it's Justin Timberlake. He's fun." <laughs> it was like he's doing terrible things it's like they just did a a we work documentary oh my uh god well actually they just made a, a real a movie about him i think uh it went to apple tv or hulu or something then you know they even made a, a real a movie about uh the tiger king it was like this guy's terrible so uh damn <laughs> Yeah, I, we'll see if this is better than Oppenheimer. I guess that's like, that's about to be like, oh my goodness, that's about to be oh. white people's. Yes, dude, white people are going to be so fucking, that's Bradley Cooper where he gets like really ugly, right? Yeah, that's going to be white people's Wakanda <laughs> right there. Like, they go, like, yo, drop the bomb. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I want to make a movie called White Wakanda. <laughs> Why can't we well, have a Wakanda? <laughs> well, I've, I've been to Denver, you know. <laughs> I've only been in the airport. Man, I got so drunk in the Denver airport. It's not even. They had the. I got stranded there because of the uh, because of weather. 
Yeah. I was like, I was supposed to be there for like 15 minutes. Like I got there like right on time. And they're like, yeah, your plane can't take off. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the bar. And then little did I know that it would be like eight or nine hours later when my flight took off. So I just, you kind of feel like you shouldn't stop drinking because then you'll just start sobering up. Yeah. So it was bad. Because <laughs> like, like, then, like, then I had to like sober up on the, on the, pl- like, on the flight. And it was like four in the morning. I like, landed in oh. Nashville trying to like, trying to look at trying to call an uber anyway <laughs> D- denver white wakanda shout out <laughs> or boise or boise boise yeah. Idaho is a, a great place they treat me very good there so i've never yeah, go visit boise i've never been uh to idaho at all yeah it's like uh it's funny because boise is like where mormons escape to <laughs> like no, no lie no lie like <laughs> If Mormons want to go fuck and do all they wild shit, they move to Boise. It's oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the liberal part of that area. Or like if they want to drink soda pops. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like just learned that recently. I've actually known a couple Mormons, but I didn't know they weren't allowed to have soda. Like, hey man, I, I, I'm not gonna mess with Mitt Romney and them. You know? Yeah, no, I know, dude. Like that's you're right, dude. I'm gonna get like black bagged and disappeared, and they're gonna be like. I don't know, man. Last thing we heard is he's, he was talking about how Mormons can't have soda. <laughs> and he said they were more extreme than fucking like ISIS. <laughs> like Doug was waterboarded with so- with Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, have all the soda you want. Yeah, this is what you want. Huh? <laughs> You're an atheist. I'm like, no, I'm agnostic. Same thing. Anyway. <laughs> oh, hey, back to this awesome movie. Here's the quote from uh, Ben. What I wanted to try to accomplish was to have Michael Jordan have the effect in the story that he has in the world, which is that obviously the vast majority of people don't know and have never met Michael Jordan. And yet they know about him and they know what he means and they might talk about him, Affleck said. So in a way, he's like a presence that's felt and discussed and everybody else around him is there, but you never see his face. All right. What do you think? Is that is that a horseshit excuse to not put Michael Jordan in the movie? Uh, it. It sounds very Nike on brand. It's like we're gonna use this guy, but you don't need to see him. He, he's not. He's not that important. This is about Phil Knight's genius and Sunny <laughs> Sunny Varicose veins or whatever his name. <laughs> yeah, Sunny. I don't know if I pronounced it right. I said Vaccaro. It's V A C C A R O. It could be anything. Vaccaro. It, it could be anything. I mean, it's so gonna we, be an interesting do, movie. Are you gonna Are you I'm, gonna watch it? Yes, only because I'm hoping that they end it with <laughs> after they sign Jordan, they fast forward to like 30 years and be like, I found the next guy. His name is LeBron. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's the end of the movie is just like a complete fuck you. And it's like the next guy is LeBron. Man, was it really like 30 years? Be- I guess so. Michael Jordan stopped, what, 98? Yeah, right? I mean, it's but like I mean, he's four or five years. Well, he started in like, I mean, he was in it in the 80s. He was like pretty big in the 80s, like a rookie. But I mean, he was like, he was important. Like people knew yeah. his name. Yeah. But do you know, it's just hilarious because it's like Michael Jordan went from like, hey, man, he could be somebody to like LeBron James is like, you know, he's he's got to be. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, when Mike, yeah. When he was like 16, they were like, no, he's he's somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, no. Check this out. Check this out. I, I, I take him over everybody in the NBA right now. 
I want to ask you this question. I already, I already know your personal opinion, but I want to ask you this question. Uh, do you think maybe there's a chance that like in the debate, like, I mean, obviously there's a debate, like who's the greatest of all time. And it's like, and it's, nobody's really putting anybody else's name up there besides Jordan and LeBron. Do you think it might have something to do with though? Like, uh, how old you were, or if you were even alive in the nineties, do you think that might really influence a lot of people's like a lot of the Jordan people might've just be because they're like a lot older than you and they remember no. things differently. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it has to do with, uh, like I said, the movie we talking about Nike and the movie air, like, the marketing that was put behind Michael Jordan is something that we've never seen before in life. And um, I've low-key studied a lot of marketing and uh, what I like to call propaganda. Yeah. So if you constantly tell somebody that something is the best, over uh, years and years and years and years, you just keep hearing this. At some point in time, you're just going to be like, you're going to give in. Like he's he did he did a lot of incredible things, but also just kind of forcing force feeding you like, yo, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan is the only person. Is the only person. He's yeah. winning it by himself. He's doing these things. He and it's like, okay, well, I guess he's got to be the best if they keep saying it's just like McDonald's. It's like, yeah, we know that they make money, but they spend basically eighty percent of their budget on marketing even though the world knows that who McDonald's is. Yeah. But if they keep putting it in your face at some point in time when you're like, well, I'm hungry, what should I get? Yeah. The first thing that pops in your head, McDonald's. Yeah. So it's it's marketing genius. Um, and old people, you know, they, just like Chuck Norris, man. It's just like, oh, yeah. man, yeah, so <laughs> I saw kick a tree down. It's like, yeah, I don't know if that happened, but Chuck Norris is something. something. Such a weird phenomenon of how much people think that Chuck Norris is like the toughest dude ever. When like, <laughs> even if you see him in his prime, like even if you like back when he was like, you know, because he trained with Bruce Lee, like Bruce yeah. Lee was like his sensei and shit. And even back, I can't remember the name of the movie. He's he's in a movie with Bruce Lee. And even in that movie, I was like, man, he kind of looks like a pussy, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to let that go. You know, I'm a big Chuck <laughs> Norris fan. I love Walker, Texas Ranger. One of the greatest yeah. shows of all time. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I I had no idea that this was actually going to end up being one of the most controversial episodes. Because like, because <laughs> I come on here, I'll say shit all the time. And I'll just, you know, I'll say political shit. And I'll say like, fucked up. <laughs> I'll be like, Tucker Carlson ought to be, you know, and I'll say some things that like, I have to like edit shit out that I say. Because it's like, <laughs> it's technically illegal. It's like a threat. <laughs> but like but we're on here we're like we've like pissed off like stranger things fans jordan's fans i just pissed off the chuck norris people man and they're like shit like a legion <laughs> yeah, yeah and you know they know karate so you better watch your back dude so do you think nike's like bankrolling this movie do you think that's what's the, they're they're behind this yes okay i didn't know yes <laughs> i mean did you hear like after lebron <laughs> Uh, came back from the 3-1 lead against the Warriors the next day, Michael Jordan was like, hey, rele we releasing Last Dance. We're, we are releasing Last Dance. Oh, so, shit. So, yeah, and Nike has a has a part in both of these uh, 
these guys who are considered the best of all time. So yeah, yeah. If we create, if we create this faction, no matter what side, you know, people. All right, well then we gotta buy more Jordans so Jordan can be the best, you know, shoe seller. And it's like, oh, we, LeBron's still playing. Let's let's pump out more Laker jerseys. Let's give them a new. Yeah. Like Nike is definitely like causing this this fake friction because <laughs> it's like every time I've seen Michael Jordan and LeBron together, they hug it and laugh it. It's yeah. just like, man. It's all, yeah, all the way to the bank, dude. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about uh, The Last Dance, and that's, like, how I first, like how I recently started giving a shit about the Bulls again anyway, or, like, for, you know, the 90s and, like, everyone that was on the Bulls in the 90s, like, Scottie Pippen, Jordan, yeah. all that shit, was literally because I watched that documentary, which I almost, <laughs> I almost didn't even watch it. Yeah, they just, propaganda. It's propaganda, but it's great. I loved it because it was like, hey, man, Michael Jordan is great. And then I'm watching. I'm like, man, this guy, all his teammates and people around him do not like this man. He seems <laughs> very miserable. <laughs> and even like now, he was just like, man, I wish we could have came back and tried to go for seven. And I was like, ooh, this guy's really like tormented yeah. by, like, <laughs> by his success. Like He's like, man, I should have kept playing. It's like, And I've also, I'm going to start this rumor now because I've been, I've been on this shit. Um <laughs> I believe that Michael Jordan uh, retired from basketball the first time to take steroids. No. Okay. <laughs> the rumor Think has been it. the rumor's been said. I thought, man, I don't even want to tell you what my theory is because it's way more fucked up. It's all like because he like fucking pissed off the mob, gambling and oh. shit. And I think that I mean, I think that the mafia killed his dad, and I think that's. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never seen a, a a carjacking where where they leave the car but you know yeah i could be wrong i could be wrong but um dude both I'm of us like yeah <laughs> both these you rumors could be true you start, you start playing the one the one sport where everybody was on steroids at the time yeah it is suspicious <laughs> for, two, <laughs> for two years and then <laughs> and then you come back and then you come back like, oh man i'm still great i can't believe it guys <laughs> all right so i've officially uh i've got the mormons on my ass now i got uh, <laughs> the Mormons are after me. The Jordan fans are after me. Let's keep this going, man. Let's piss off Let's some gamblers. Actually, uh, I didn't even pull up a story for this, man. I just was curious about your uh, opinion, just because you remember, like, like last year at the Super Bowl, there was so much like crypto ads. Speaking of Matt Damon, he was like, you know, buy bitcoins, buy bitcoins, and then like all that shit cratered because they find they legalized sports betting everywhere. And now it's like sports betting yeah. is like totally uh, like that's one of the main advertising revenues for all these things. Like, yeah. do you have any kind of personal opinion whatsoever on this like sports betting tidal wave? I like it. I'm not going. I'm not going to hate on it because I understand that uh, we in the future. Yeah, we in the future. So sports betting has always happened. I guess is. Uh, this is going to be the safest way yeah. for people to gamble. And um, I, I said that before, too, because I said an app is never going to come break your legs. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of my favorite movies is Lucky Number Slevin. And I love that movie. movie. I fucking love that movie, dude. That's so crazy you said that. Dude, nobody... It's That's one of the most underrated movies of all fucking time. I've watched it. I've seen that movie 10 times. And I'll tell people about it. And they're like, never heard of it. 
I'm like, never, dude, if you're listening right now, you haven't seen lucky number 11, go fucking watch it. It is so good. Sorry, man. I didn't want to interrupt you. I just so, like, no, so the first good. person I've ever heard say that. Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman, Sir Ben Kingsley. That's all you need to know. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Um, so yeah, I'm, I know some people, uh, I'm actually a part of this, this app called green park sports. Check it out where you could just like, it's kind of like a, uh, what they call it is a sports bar in your pocket. So you just go in and you could go like, go watch basketball games and people would be in there and you guys could just talk, chat it up. And, um, a lot of those people that be in there, like they're really in there cause they're talking about the money lines and how they move and all that. So uh, I've been getting into sports gambling. I don't gamble myself because uh, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. And if I lose money, you're going to have to fight me for it. Yeah. So I just choose, <laughs> I just choose to live a peaceful life. Um, Dude, we we actually have, that's one of like the craziest things I think we really have in common, man. Is like, I mean, I don't mind like with a friend betting five bucks or something like on, you know, I'll make a, a friendly wager, maybe every so often on some shit with like somebody, but like I get, I get actually mad if I lose like gambling, I get mad at a slot machine, dude, like to the point where I want to like knock it over and get my money back out of it. So (laughs) I don't gamble either. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like sports gambling has always, is always been a part of sports. Like it's kind of like the beauty of sports is like, yeah. Sit next to somebody and be like, Hey man, I think he's going to hit this home run. So um, with that aspect, I do. You can enjoy things a little bit more, but I mean, it could get dangerous if you like got a family and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucky number eleven, dude, is exactly. Yeah. I mean, no, no spoilers because I guess a lot of people haven't seen it, but <laughs> it's available, man. It's. I think it's on Netflix right now, man. You can get to that it's so easy. Yeah. That's also Josh uh, Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. I I like him, man. I think I always I consider him. The cooler version of Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like he's like Ashton Kutcher who could actually act. Like <laughs> he's he's like an Ashton Kutcher who like picks cooler shit to be in. I don't know if you ever saw Penny Dreadful. I know you're actually. I think I think you don't like Halloweeny shit. Am I right? <laughs> I remember you got a joke about uh, you were saying like Halloween is the only time that you feel sad for white people. Because uh, they're, the, yeah. they're the only ones that get possessed. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a rough time for y'all, man. It's so, oh my goodness. I'm like, damn, man. I'm glad I don't got those problems. That's yeah. Like a minute ago, I was like, dude, we got so much in common. We both like lucky number eleven. And then I remembered, I was like, oh wait, you don't like goofy, spooky ass shit. And I was like, damn, that's like half of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, watch like a at least two horror movies like a week. But, okay, so, so what would you say? Uh, give me your top three horror films right now. Okay, well, man, I have a hard time with this one that I really love because a lot of people don't super think of it as a horror film, but I just think it's sick as hell. Uh, we did a podcast on it, man. It's called uh, Doctor Sleep, and it's the sequel to The Shining. And I thought, <laughs> yeah. it was, I thought, and I just thought it was cool because they like astral project and a lot of stuffs in it. Kind of reminds me of. Uh, inception uh, there's just i don't know i just like that i like that the, you know the dream world being able to fight in the dream world shit obviously okay. my favorite movie of all time is considered action horror that's aliens that's my favorite that is my hands down favorite movie of all time probably okay. uh or 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 extremely close to it 
So did you say three? I got to pick out three. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm down. I, I I give Ewan McGregor all his roses and flowers. So I I gotta watch Doctor Sleep. Um, oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, no. <laughs> but you've seen Only The Shining. Because, yeah, because I was like, man, I can't. I want to. Where's Jack Nicholson at? You can't have oh, a Shining without. They they get an actor. So Jack Nicholson's not in it. They get an actor that's like dead up does does a perfect Jack Nicholson, okay. and then. Uh, so the story is so like you know Danny from The Shining, the little boy. Yeah. So the Doctor Sleep is Danny's all grown up, and he's like for a long time he's like an alcoholic, like bum, like and he's just like crazy and all this shit because The Shining's so hardcore on him. And then he yeah. gets, but then he gets sober, and uh, The Shining comes back, and he works in hop- hospice, and everyone calls him Doctor Sleep because like if he comes into your room in the middle of the night, you know you're about to die because he can sense it. It's so good. Oh my god. Dude, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> okay, I got to check that out. And I guess, man, like, I got to throw, well, I'll do a, a throwback to a movie. That, the first time I ever watched it, I felt like it was my maybe the scariest movie I had seen at that time, which is The Ring. That movie scared the shit mm-hmm. out of me. Okay, that was some, that was some good, that was some good, good movies. Some like, good movies. I feel like Dr. Sleep and Aliens are watchable over and over and over again, and they're not that scary. Mm-hmm. The Ring is, like, great the first time you see it. But then you don't really ever need to see it again. <laughs> yeah. I like Aliens. Aliens is like, it's one of those movies like, you know, it's a horror movie, but it's like a a real movie. Yeah. Like a, a, a real movie about people and dealing with shit. So, you know, that was Jam- James Cameron, man, back when he was nobody. Yeah, yeah. It's in, in Sigourney's. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was like because I yeah, I did a podcast episode on here just to talk about just aliens. That movie just because I was like, is it a perfect film? The answer is yes. But what was so crazy about it is like, so nobody gave a shit about James Cameron. They didn't want to give him a budget, and then he made Terminator, and then everyone wanted to let him do whatever he wanted to do. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, I've been my lady's been watching this show called Foundation really good it's really good um but now she's she likes it so much that she like started researching the the actual book and the and the author author and so she's like reading all these prequels and apparently this show is like is like a spin not i want to say a spinoff but like it is a a sequel to irobot oh dope yeah, I love and, that fucking movie. So it's Isaac, and, Isaac Asimov? Is that yeah, the guy that wrote heard, it? Oh, that's what I heard. I heard Terminator is a prequel to The Matrix. That's what it was that I heard. Yeah, that that fits. Although if I had to say in my personal opinion, like I had like I have a lot of opinions about the Terminator franchise. Uh, <laughs> actually, my co-host that like he's not here very he he only co-hosts like once every six months on this podcast but when he actually worked on terminator dark fate is actually it it was cool because like i I wish i could have been there but they filmed it in spain so i couldn't go but he was uh he cooked for he's a chef and he cooked for arnold and he was just like it was pretty funny man he was like he'd be like hitting me up and being like yeah man dude arnold's not nearly as swole as you think he is man he's like you could get that big (laughs) which is like kind of a dream of mine that i don't pursue very hard which is to be as swole as arnold 
but like Arnold from the eighties. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to punch that man in the face. He's like, man, you can get as big as Arnold. Man. Don't worry about <laughs> well, he's talking about Arnold now, or you know, when when Dark Fate came out. So like Arnold five years ago, he's not as big as he as he once was, man. Yeah, I mean, he had he had to he had to cool it off, man. You know, he had that kid pop up all types of yeah. Dude. <laughs> I read his autobiography, man. <laughs> Okay, man. Uh, so we're still doing. Uh, man, I forgot what the, even the name of the segment I made up. Uh, what was it called? Making oh, uh, making, making sense of the world with making yeah. sense of the world with Fab Johnson. Actually, I've decided I'm going to make that the title of the whole episode. But dude, do you mind if we do one more uh, news article? Just oh, hey, <laughs> I, let's do it. This next, this article is called. It's written by Michael Gwilliam, and it's called here's the headline school suspends boy after finding his mom's only fans content i'm gonna go ahead and off the t- jump say fuck this school <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like was, uh, was, is, was the content that week that they suspended her like or was it that good that they, they suspended the kid? <laughs> that's what i was wondering if like the principal's like i can't stop jacking off to this mom's only fans <laughs> and every time i see her son it like makes me have to go to the office and like shut the door and like he's like I can't do my job. That's like because that's one big question you got to ask is how did they find her OnlyFans? Like who found it? Yeah, it is the link to her OnlyFans <laughs> in the article. Uh, I bet you could find her. Let's read it some more. An OnlyFans mom said her son's school suspended him after they found out about the content she makes in her free time. Another day, another OnlyFans scandal. This time, OnlyFans star. Sarah Blake Cheek is revealing her story in support of fellow creator and Florida mom, Victoria Treese, who was banned from volunteering. So Victoria Treese is the one that got her kid. Her kid got suspended for her shit. Oh, damn. She sued him earlier this year. 31 year old Victoria. uh, Her nickname is Snooks. Treese announced she would be taking action against Orange County public schools after she was no longer allowed to volunteer because of her OnlyFans content. This is ridiculous, man. Do we live in an era where you, you can't have hot moms anymore? Yeah, like uh, that's 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 a bit extreme, but Orange County ain't necessarily the most sensible place. Is she making content with with other students' parents or something? I'm just trying to figure out how does what once she again do that's like that's adults making uh, consensual decisions. One thing too is you can think about like you know with like not considering California, like just take them out of the equation. Florida probably produces the most porn out of any state in America, but they have like, they have all these like weird little like stretches in Florida of like (laughs) hyper religious, like it's worse than like Salt Lake city. (laughs) (laughs) See Mormons. Don't be mad at me. (laughs) I think that the, like the Florida religious people are worse. Yeah. So I'm now I'm really interested to see her content. So, um, okay, well, I can spell it for you. It's uh, Victoria, and her last name is T R I C E. But yeah, you're right. I guess like she probably has like some kind of she wouldn't have just used her real name. Maybe that's how they found it. Is <laughs> she goes by Snooks and she goes by Snooks. Okay, everybody, go get on OnlyFans, go to Snooks, support this woman because her kid got suspended in defense of trees. She so this other lady named Cheek is like. I guess she's like a big deal OnlyFans lady. Like she's like, I guess, really popular. Revealed how she and her family were discriminated against when her son's school found out about her her own OnlyFans videos. This is a very, I'm not going to lie. 
the way this article is written is not good and it's all over the fucking place and it's not my fault and there's also 300 pop-ups that i'm trying to like read through she said that she was forced to homeschool her seven-year-old after she was after he was suspended when the school found out she was an OnlyFans model dude what is the name of this fucking school yeah i think that's like that's actually more cruel like the kid needs to be somewhere so the mom could work i don't I don't Ooh, really dude. want to be handed, handed our, my mama Gatorade. <laughs> our theory is dead on, dude. Check it out. This is a quote from her. My son was even suspended from school, and in trying to communicate with the principal, she refused to talk to me or give me a reason as to why I was he was being treated badly simply because I did OnlyFans. She, so, yeah. And the, I guess the principal, what my guess is that the principal was just too addicted to her... Uh, only fans, dude. Man, he's like, he's like, you're causing problems here. Like. Well, see, that doesn't make any sense either. Because like only fans, like what if you were just a stripper, like just a regular stripper? Like you wouldn't get you. You can't suspend every single kid whose mom is a stripper. This sounds like a, a weak ass school to me. Just like I think the thing here is to remember is like, I think in Florida, they're trying to get rid of like schools just in general because they got rid of books. And then, they, you know, first they said, like, you're not allowed to say gay. And that's like a law. And now I think you're now I think you're not allowed to say like I think you can't say black people or you can't like admit that black people exist like in school. Okay, that sounds that's, that sounds very Florida. I mean, I I'm, not, I, I'm I know that I I, I mean I kind of exaggerated, but I'm basing that in reality of some actual Florida shit. The thing is, is it doesn't sound that far off. Like a lot of people are gonna listen to this and be like, I believe it. Well, that's all the news stories that I got. Did we learn anything today? And if so, what was it? Uh, LeBron James is the GOAT solely because he's not only the best at his sport or whatever you want to say, uh, his his enterprise business, whatever. But he's also the only person that has ever been so good at something and also still a good father yeah like, oh yeah like Tom Brady just <laughs> lost his family <laughs> to play one more year of terrible football yeah we've never seen Michael Jordan with his kids <laughs> in yeah. our lives all right so I guess what else we learned so all right we learned LeBron's the GOAT not just in basketball but also he's better than Tom Brady which I agree with 110 fucking percent he's a better person and a better athlete uh we learned that Suspending kids for your letting their moms be on OnlyFans is just reckless. Florida, you gotta you gotta get these politicians under control and the school boards and whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sports betting on your phone is at least physically less dangerous than betting with some bookies. Mm-hmm. And I got some good news, man. Nike actually handed me a few extra bucks to write a movie about you. <laughs> and we are getting dangerously close to the lightning round. Today, yours, this was written by a co-producer, Colleen. And okay. I had told Hello, her, Colleen. <laughs> I, she just handed it off to me. And she told me, um, I, I told her about about the Ben Affleck movie, well, about, about Michael Jordan that he's not in. And I thought like, maybe what if they made a Pap Johnson movie you know, with Ben Affleck instead of you. And so what we have here is a mad lib. <laughs> I'm going to be reading. Uh, so basically I'm, I'm just going to say like adjective, noun, verb, 
we'll fill out this mad lib and then we'll see what this movie's about dude and we're gonna slang this shit to uh nike and see if they like it (laughs) okay all right it's the title is the pap johnson story by ben affleck not starring pap johnson (laughs) a mad lib story by co-producer colleen all right let's get going adjective beautiful beautiful that's a good one and another adjective lanky i already know this is gonna be funny dude all right ben affleck movie (laughs) can you even think of one (laughs) Uh, ben Affleck movie? Oh yeah, man! Uh, Batman vs Superman. Oh damn! I would have said Armageddon. Did you like Batman vs Superman? Uh yes, yes. I thought it was my favorite depiction of Batman being crazy as hell. I liked the. Uh, I actually read the comic like uh, arc of that, and I really like how like Batman is like you know because he's so smart he builds like a a suit that Superman can't like completely beat his ass in (laughs) (laughs) uh adjective adjective uh they call me handsome all right oh yeah this is a movie about you (laughs) uh occupation uh hilarious (laughs) that is my (laughs) occupation is hilarious okay (laughs) i think it actually works really good in this part anyway uh adverb uh crazy it would be like crazily yeah, yeah the, the boom boom crazily crazily all right we're almost done celebrity celebrity oh um michael b jordan and number two adjective wonderful noun the mausoleum that's good Good thing that no one has to see that I'm misspelling the shit out of mausoleum. Uh, adjective. Adjective. Chipper. Dude, for a minute, I was like, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, yeah, chipper. Uh, animal. <laughs> uh, animal? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, giraffe. Number. 21. And another number. Uh, 42. And an award. An award? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to say something that you could repeat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm going to just go with MVP. MVP. <laughs> uh, celebrity. Celebrity. Morgan Freeman. And then last thing is world issue. World issue. Uh, hunger. That's really good. All right, man. Are you ready to hear the story of the Pap Johnson story by Ben Affleck, not starring Pap Johnson? Let's do this. One day, beautiful actor Ben Affleck was sitting in a lanky Dunkin' Donuts thinking about his life. I haven't written a good movie since Batman vs. Superman, he thought. What should I do next? I don't want people to think I'm handsome. Then an idea came to him. I know. I'll make a movie about legendary, hilarious Pap Johnson. It will do so crazily at Sundance. Since Matt Damon was busy apologizing for his cryptocurrency commercials, Ben Affleck teamed up with his next favorite writing partner, Michael B. Jordan. Together, they wrote a two-page script about Pap's life and work, including his wonderful rise to stardom, his renowned mausoleum collection, his fateful run-in with a chipper giraffe, his 21 out houses and 42 cars, 
the memorable speech he made accepting his first MVP and the time he got stuck in an elevator with Morgan Freeman. That would be so cool. And they, they together solved hunger. Pap did not sign off on the film and said it was all a lie, but it turned out to be a huge hit anyway. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nike, get ready to get the script. <laughs> That's great. I watched that. I'd fucking watch the shit out of that, man. But I guess like you're not even in it. So like yeah. it's just been F like telling the story of the time that you were in an elevator with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you know, I, it would be funny if I played Morgan Freeman in my movie oh, <laughs> about can, me. Can you do a Morgan <laughs> Freeman? Yeah, someone else plays me, but I play Morgan Freeman. Oh no, I was saying like, can you do an impression? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 He's we never talked about that day, but I <laughs> that the sister had their way with it. That was goddamn. It gave me chills, dude. <laughs> that was perfect. That was like I thought the Shawshank Redemption just came on while I was sitting yeah. here. That was that's really like, good, dude. That's my favorite, like Morgan Freeman quote. <laughs> like, we never talked about that day. <laughs> we never talked about that. I can't do it. That's fucking good, it's, man. It's, I was like, that's the nicest way to say that you that we know that Andy got gang raped. Yeah. <laughs> we never talked about that day. <laughs> but I assume that the sisters had their way with him. Shout out also, man. Uh, Shawshank Redemption is one of the best movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I want to ask you since you uh, you mentioned aliens. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Prometheus? I fucking loved it and i don't care if other people didn't man I, or if they didn't get it i think i think if you've been into the if you've been into the aliens franchise the whole time you understand it that's what i believe and that was the crazy thing is i hated it the first time i watched it then i watched it again then i watched it the third time and i was like this is one of the best movies i've ever seen i was like oh, yeah. fast bendy Fast Bendy did his thing in that, like everything. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it was like that's kind of like one of those movies that's like Lord of the Rings. I'm not Lord of the Rings, but uh, Game of Thrones to me, where I just watch it over and over and I see like new stuff and it's like, oh, now yeah. I'm getting it. Now I'm getting it. So yeah, I had to ask you that because I'm like Prometheus is one of those movies. I was like, at first, like this is terrible, and then I was like, I love this movie. I well, love yeah. this movie. And I, I love it too because it's like, it's just, man, I just, yeah, it's layers on layers. Did you watch uh, Alien Covenant? Yeah, yeah. Did you, was that like, you didn't like that at first? <laughs> I, it's, that's just it. Like, sometimes it takes me a while because yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm watching it for the entertainment. And then it's like, second time, it's like, all right, let me, did I miss something? You know, I got to like search for it. So Covenant was cool. I just, I'm a, I nerd out sometimes, especially when it comes to sciencey stuff. Like me and my girl at any point in time will just turn on Interstellar and just like really watch it. Yeah. And try to like figure out the science behind it. It's like yeah. this Matthew McConaughey movie. There is no science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It'll give you like a headache trying to like make it make more sense than it and then it does. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is time. I don't know. <laughs> well, is he time? I want to say one more thing going back to Alien Covenant though just like is like great movie moments 
is when they first they find the transmission it's from prometheus but it's like <laughs> you know but it's like a hundred years ago and it's like country roads take me home <laughs> to the place i belong and they're like what is that like a, a an sos and the dude goes no nah, man that's john denver <laughs> <laughs> magic moments in movie history batman i have i have one less one last question to ask you and it's the most important okay. question that I can possibly have to ask of the whole interview, man, dude, everybody that wants to check you out, uh, see your comedy, like follow you and see, like, you know, be able to keep up with what's going on and what you got going on in the future. Uh, all, like, all that stuff. Can you share? Uh, I'm on all, all my socials is P A P P M F Johnson. That's Pap motherfucking Johnson. <laughs> uh, for those that can't keep up. But, you know, P-A-P-P, a lot of people think I'm just saying Pat. So uh, it's P-A-P-P. Um, I got a special, a 30-minute special coming out very soon, uh, hopefully by April on YouTube. Uh, run those numbers up. And uh, I'm going to be touring the country for the rest of the year. So I know I'm going to be in New Orleans come April. I'm going to be in um, San Diego at the end of March, and uh, hopefully I get over to Europe and see some Germans in the flesh come this summer. So um, Amazing. just check me out. Uh, yeah, you dude. know it. I post a lot of content to to, to keep you entertained <laughs> throughout the, the times I'm not on stage. So, And if you're in Hollywood, you know I'm at the Improv, Every Sunday night, the Hollywood Improv, every Sunday night, 9 p.m., come holla at your boy. 